Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And uh, this week, uh, we're going to... We're gonna go live with the Flanders. Is 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 is. Yeah, we're we're gonna get taken away from our parents. Yes, I I I was hoping we would get taken away from them, but it never happened. <laughs> well, I okay, don't know. Maybe if not. Really I do. Hope. I do love our parents, but uh, but there were times. There were times. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't necessarily would would want to live with a foster family either, unless they were like really cool, like movie so, stars or something. So I mean. For for like if you have family, actually, so I did I did a little research for this episode, and this this actually never came up, but I think if you have other family members that can take care of you, you would go live with them first. I don't know if they would need. Well, is that like a, your power of attorney? Not power of attorney, but like guardian guardians like is that what you put in your will like if you die your kid yeah. can go stay with well usually so usually that's what godparents are for yeah um so like i don't know if you guys ever chose godparents for elliot but like no if you did okay but like let's say you had chosen me then you know elliot would come live with me if something unfortunately happened to you guys but obviously if there aren't relatives then you're placed in the foster system and then they decide where you have to live. Yep. Or unless you're, unless you're uh, living in a trash pile, like the Simpson household. And <laughs> we're, we're, we're actually going to, we're actually going to discuss that a little bit. Uh, All right. It's, it's pretty interesting. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so this is an interesting episode. So let's dive into it. Um, this week we are talking about season seven, episode number three, home sweet home diddly dum doodly. <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna have a fun time uh, adding that episode, this episode to uh, Anchor. <laughs> Although there is an episode coming up, the the um, Sherry Bobbins episode. That title oh. is absolutely ridiculous, and I yeah, hope isn't there it is... like Super Simpson Califragilistic yeah, Expialidocious? It's something else, and I really hope there's not a character limit on uh, <laughs> on Anchor because this is gonna be an interesting oh. one. Um, oh my but God. this episode aired October 1st, 1995. We are getting into spooky season. Yep. And uh, yeah, this episode's slightly, slightly scary. Um, For the kids. <laughs> yep. And uh, the recap, after some misadventures, the Simpson children are put in the custody of Ned and Maude Flanders. Yep. Um, Chalkboard Bacac this week was amazing. <laughs> uh, no one wants to hear from my armpits. So clearly Bart thought he would take up an instrument and his instrument were his armpits. No, no, no. He was uh, trying to explain things with his armpits. Oh, I guess that, that works too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no one wants to hear from Bart's armpits. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Although it is funny to make that farting sound with your armpits. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, and finally, our couch gag this week. 
Marge, Homer, Bart, Lisa, Maggie, Grandpa, who's apparently sleeping, uh, Santa's little helper, and Snowball, too, are in the Brady Bunch-style nine-square grid with the couch as the center square. And everyone except Grandpa runs to the center square. (laughs) I like Uh, it. Fantastic. Fantastic new uh, couch gag. So, like, the couch is kind of like the uh, Alice yes. of the Simpsons. It is. I, I would I would say that is it the... It cleans and cooks for them? No, it's the glue that holds the Simpson family together. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so, this episode starts off with Marge making breakfast as well as the kids' lunches. Dude, she's a beast oh. when it comes to making uh, lunches, man. I know. I mean, she's multitasking. She's making pancakes and toast and sandwiches and all sorts of laying out juice and cereal. I don't know what kind of sandwich bag she has either, man, but she like whips that sucker. So if I had a guess, if I had a guess, it's probably not like a Ziploc sandwich. No, no, no. I think it's those. The saran wrap kind of ones. Yeah. Like whip it around. It doesn't have a flap on the top or it has like a little flap on the top and you kind of. Tuck it in. Spin it. Yeah, I never knew how to actually close those. And that, now I think I might give it a shot. Spin it. Well, I mean, your kid is coming up to that age where eventually you're going to have to start making him lunch. Yep. For school if he doesn't want school lunch. Yeah. Um, also, now, if I remember correctly, when we were kids, did we make our lunches the same day if we were bringing a lunch to school? Or did we? I, I, I feel like I remember making it the night before and sometimes it, in the it was definitely the night before. I think it might have been what was going on in the morning. Because yeah. what did I? I don't remember what I, what I did, but there were times that I went to middle school yeah. well before class started. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember why. I know sometimes. For band? Was, Oh, maybe you're right. Or uh, or swing choir. Yeah, I bet you're right. I bet that's what it was. And then I got to like walk around the halls and stuff before class class yeah. started and stuff. But those yeah. were the times where it was the night before type thing. But otherwise, yeah. it was always. And then at some point, it was uh, school lunches the rest of the way out. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, during Passover, I think it was always the night before. Yeah. Because we always brought our own lunch during Passover. Um, so, uh, Marge makes toast for Maggie that she melbified herself. <laughs> and I think this is a reference to Melba toast, um, which was named after a famous Australian opera singer, Nellie Melba, uh, who fell ill and the toast became a staple of her diet. Uh, the creator of the toast, who was a French chef, was a big fan of the singer. That's kind of cool. Uh, we, well, we, maybe next, maybe I'll ask, uh, Ozzy pop and Paul about Ooh, this. Maybe he might yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, and then I love how, yeah, Maggie like stacks it and then like chops it. <laughs> that was so great. That's and good that, animation that, right there. Then she just like shoves the stuff in her mouth. It, yeah. <laughs> well, you got to make it a little bit smaller of pieces to get it all into your mouth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, Lisa comes down and Marge is like, oh, I was able to get those old newspapers for you. And the first headline we see from the newspaper reads, uh, America loves Ted Kennedy. Yeah. These are some old papers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she what needs was them it for, a school... like civics class or something. I don't know. She said it was for a school project. She yeah. never said what it was for. Um, and so Lisa tells Marge that, uh, she didn't have to go through all the trouble for the newspapers. Marge is like, oh, it wasn't any trouble. Actually, the hobos were quite helpful. So 
originally when she's like, oh, I found those newspapers, I just assumed she was hoarding them. Like, they were in the basement of all their hoarding yeah. stuff. And then when she said that, I'm like, she went to the fucking dump to find this shit? Well, she went to the hobos. You're the hobos. Look, the hobos are helpful. Except that one guy who was definitely on something or crazy or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, she was like, except for that one guy. There's always that one hobo that ruins it for the rest of them. Yep. Um, and so uh, Bart comes down and says hi to Marge, but his voice is slightly muffled. And uh, Marge is like, Bart, it's picture day. Take those Dracula fangs out. So his voice is muffled because he's wearing Dracula <laughs> oh, that's fangs. That's great. Because he's you know trying to be funny for a school picture. I don't think I ever tried pulling shenanigans no, for our school I pictures. Never, I never tried pull. Not even in college when like... Because they would take your picture for your school ID. Yeah. And even then, I didn't try anything. Um, no, I wish I had at least, like, one year tried something. Yeah. See if I could get away with it. Our I mean, mom probably would have. The fangs I think, were actually, if it was, if his mouth wasn't muffled, he yeah. could have probably gotten away with it. I think part of the reason I didn't try to do anything is because our mother would have <laughs> killed us. Yeah, probably. Um, and then Marge. Uh, so Marge has Bart spit the, fang, spit the fangs out in her hand. And then she turns around and she notices a sign on Lisa's back that reads, I'm a stupid baby, <laughs> which which Bart put there because Marge is like, Bart, don't put signs on your sister. Yeah. And so then Marge uh, hands the kids their lunch and she tells them to keep the lettuce separate until 1130 so that it stays moist and the bread stays dry, which actually isn't a terrible idea because nobody likes moist bread no and the other one is uh don't put like if you have like a turkey sandwich put your yeah. mayo in like a little tupperware or something and put your mayo on when you uh make the sandwich in school don't put it on prior uh, well i really suppose because you can't put like your lunchbox in a refrigerator yep exactly because like like because yeah well, i usually bring a sandwich to work and uh, now I'm on a turkey kick, so I always put mayo on it. But we have a refrigerator at work, so I just stick it in the fridge. And because it doesn't get warm, the bread doesn't get you know yep. moist. Yeah. And Lisa's like, "Mom, you fuss over us way too much." <laughs> I'm like, "Enjoy it now, because when you're a grown up, you'll have to take care of yourself." And Homer's comes in scared. Marge, <laughs> there's a spider near my car keys. <laughs> you did the right thing by telling me. So, Marge. Oh, yeah, God. we're grownups and our parents still try to take care of us. Yeah, they'll always try to take care of us. Well, most of us anyways. Yeah, it's nice. Having I guess it kids. depends on the kid and the parent. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know our parent. Well, our mom at least tries to take care of us when she can. Yep. Which is and nice. So, yeah. So Marge goes to shoo the spider away and Homer <laughs> tells Marge. That he has honey for his mama bear. Papa bear has honey for his mama bear. And we find out it's a gift certificate. It's well, it's dual gift certificates for a three hour getaway at the mingled waters health spa. And I, oh my God, how Homer got these is is absolutely fantastic. And I've actually pulled this shit before. Oh, my God. Well, once we get there, which is a few short seconds, you will have to tell us. So Marge asks Homer how he got the certificates, and he tells her not to worry, which is funny because uh, recently you got me something, 
And I was like, oh, how did you get it? And you're like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yep. I mean, I eventually found out I didn't really care either way because you did a nice thing for me. But you should have you should have came up with an elaborate, like, rich man scheme of how you got the <laughs> gas and Castle. Yeah. Um, and now we get a flashback to uh, Springfield Bentley with a sign on it that says, free spa getaway with test drive. And so we see Homer pretending to be rich and he wears a monocle, but he's not wearing anything else. He's just wearing his normal everyday clothes. He just has a monocle. Yep. And so we find out that the car he's driving has, <laughs> uh, that it has gas pedals that are heated, which I don't really think you need that. I don't know. Sometimes my, in the winter, like if I That's have why to you walk wear through, shoes. No, no, no. But when you walk through the snow and like work shoes, or tennis shoes and you get into your car and it's like 20 negative 20 degrees out heated seat pedals are kind of nice that's what the heat is for i know plus i don't think that's actually a smart idea to heat your pedals because that would probably melt something in the mechanics yeah uh and we also find out that the chair massages your butt now that (laughs) i could deal with yep and so Homer uh, drives. He's. I like how it's like the guy starts telling him about the the gas pedals and stuff. Homer yeah. speeds away, comes back within like uh, I don't two know seconds. two seconds, and yeah. uh, the guy finishes by the, and the chair massages your butt, and yeah. he's like, "Okay, Count Homer, um, let's start talking about price." And Homer yoinks the <laughs> yoink. I yoink. love it. Yeah, it loves the certificates right out of the guy's pockets and his yeah. monocle is just spinning as he runs in the air as he runs <laughs> that's away. The, that's the second episode in a row we've got like a Looney Tunes bit. Yep. And so I found out that uh, for the when the Ford Edge came out, they were like doing this whole like Microsoft bit. It was the first time basically a smartphone could connect to your, your vehicle. Yeah. And uh, they were giving away free twins tickets with a test drive. Oh. And I was like, well, I want free twins tickets. So I went to the place, took a test drive. Now, unfortunately, I didn't have to deal with a uh, uh, salesman like Homer did. Yeah. Because um, this was around the time where you didn't actually have to be in the vehicle anymore with okay. the dealership to test drive. So I remember buying my very first car or even my second car um, where the dealer uh, had to be in the vehicle with you during the test drive. But when I did my uh, get my free twins tickets, I didn't have anyone in. So I grabbed the keys, drove it around, test drove it, came back. I'm like, "Eh, that's kind of cool. Free twins tickets. Perfect. Out. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. So I've I've pulled the test drive to get something free before, (laughs) which is really awesome. I don't think I've ever, I I mean, I'm sure I have in the past, like done something just to get something for free. Um, But I I don't know. Why do you, why do you, why do you think we volunteer for comic cons, man? Well, (laughs) well, one, because it's fun, but two, yes. I mean, you get in for free half the time you get autographs for free. Sometimes if the con is actually run properly, you get free stuff at the end of it. Yep. Exactly. And so Marge tells Homer that that was sweet of him, which it was. Homer did something for Marge. But she can't go because the house is a mess. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's dishes in the sink. The living room's trash. Um, But yeah. Kitchen's trash. Kitchen's trash. Everything's trash. 
Yeah, everything's trash. And uh, uh, Homer's like, well, we can clean up this afternoon. And uh, Marge asked about Maggie. And Homer's like, oh, I got Abe to babysit. And Abe <laughs> comes in from behind uh, behind Marge and says, behind you. And I was like, don't do that. And he's, and he's like, like, don't do that. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Homer's obviously trying to encourage Marge to go. He's like, come on, honey. You work yourself stupid for this family. If anyone deserves to be wrapped up in seaweed and buried in mud, it's you. Yeah, yeah. Marge does a lot for the Simpsons family. Yep. And Marge agrees and says she wants to take some <laughs> of the ironing with her. But Homer grabs her and pulls her out of the house before she could do that. Yeah. And so now we get uh, Bart and uh, taking their class photo and... Kerbopple's like, you know, tidy up your pit, tighten up your pigtails, <laughs> tidy up. And then she goes up to Nelson. She's like, oh, don't you look adorable? He's wearing like a tweed like suit of some suit, kind. Yeah. And she and Nelson's like, I feel like punching myself, <laughs> which it's awesome because now this is the second episode in a row where Nelson is like felt, um, you know, like he shouldn't be beating up nerds basically like in the radioactive man he laughs at himself because he's horrible at auditions and in this episode he wants to beat himself up because he's you know dressed like a nerd yeah but it almost happened i'm surprised he chose that yeah because we all know okay we don't know yet but we know that his mom is a stripper who doesn't give a shit and i guess we haven't learned one way or the other if nelson's dad has walked out for cigarettes and never came back because yeah. remember the episode where he, the it was a soccer episode where Nelson's dad was the coach. And so yeah. we really, I don't, maybe Nelson's dad wanted him to look nice. Cause we really haven't learned Nelson's household situation really yet. Yeah. And so, uh, um, Edna comes up to Bart and, uh, it was like, ah, lice. How on earth does a boy, uh, you're, you're, uh, what's that? How does a boy get uh, head lice this day and age? And we cut to a flashback of Bart with a screeching monkey crawling around his head and sitting on the couch with Millhouse next to a wicker basket. And Millhouse is like, we bought a wicker basket from Pier 1 and he was passed out inside. Then the flashback ends and Bart's like, hey, how come I get lice and nothing happens to Millhouse? And we see Millhouse has a pallid complexion his eyes are half open and he's shivering as he's holding himself. He's like so cold. So very, very cold. So I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure if this is true or not. Um, but the pure one line was supposedly changed for syndication. Oh, um, cause but pure one had an for- issue about people buying their, uh, their baskets. Yeah, yeah. Pier One didn't like the line, and so it was, tr- it was changed to Trader Pete's. But if they changed it for syndication, I feel like Disney Plus would have aired the syndicated version. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but I guess the good news is I have tapes of all our old Simpson episodes from this era. Maybe I'll go check it out and see if. Uh, see yeah, but if there. it's not this, but if it's not the syndicated version and it's the original no, run, I, I think when I started taping them was syndication yeah when i started taping them so okay maybe i'll spend some time with a vcr <laughs> and uh check it out um yeah. so skinner has willie burn uh bart's clothes i mean 
Yeah. That's a little dramatic. I don't know. You don't want lice getting everywhere. Yeah, but don't they? I feel like, don't some schools have, like, at least, like, a washing machine? Yeah, I don't know if washing machine kills lice. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I don't know. But uh, we hear the lice scream as they're being (laughs) burned alive. That was a nice touch. I like that. And uh, never had lice myself, which is, thank God. But we did have lice checks at our school, so. Yeah, we did. Um, And Skinner uh, says, what kind of parents would allow such a lapse in scalpel hygiene? And we see that Bart's naked with a towel around him. At least they gave him a towel. That was nice of him. And uh, Willie suggests to have Lisa checked out. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. If one kid has it, the other kid probably has it. Yeah, most likely. And, you know, then we see some girls are bullying Lisa by throwing her shoes onto a telephone line playing keep away. Yeah, now, keep was away. One, now, was yeah, one of those... Keep away, because yeah. it's, it's, it's on a telephone line. Keep away is like throwing it back and forth. Yeah, was one of those girls Allison? I couldn't quite I tell. Maybe. Um, then uh, we find out that Lisa is wearing prescription shoes. And yeah. the last time we found that out was uh, what Bart wore prescription shoes. Yeah, well, that was to like fix all of his problems. Yep. That yeah. He had. he had like the eyes and the back and all that. Yep. Um, but apparently Lisa just gets them. And yeah. so the bully girl's are like, you have cooties, you have cooties. And Lisa's like, no, I don't. Then over the outside PA, uh, Skinner's like, Lisa Simpson, report to the principal's office for head lice inspection. <laughs> and all the girls laugh. Yeah. And then she, so, you know, after hearing that, Lisa's like, all right, got to walk into school. And she walks through some mud, which gets her feet dirty. And then she's hit on the back of the head by a soccer ball, which causes her to bite her tongue. And then, like, right after she gets hit, somebody yells out, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, that's, that's like hitting a golf ball, not yelling for, hitting somebody going, for. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, Lisa goes to Skinner's office where we see Bert is in the office wearing an onion sack and Lisa comes in saying she needs some shoes and Skinner's like, sweet Georgia Brown, something is rotten at the Simpson house, (laughs) which to be fair, no, because outside of the lice that Lisa's stuff happened At at school. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, the lice thing, okay, fine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that happened at Millhouse's Millhouse. house, so. Yeah. So then we see uh, the state shield of whatever state Springfield is in with yep. the slogan, not just another state. Yep. And it was kind of like that campy 60s Batman transition. Yep. And the state seal that the state Springfield is in was featured last in Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. That was a while ago. Yeah. Um, and so the the child welfare board drives an ambulance like car truck yeah. to the Simpsons house, and they also run over a tricycle on the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so and then we cut to uh, Marge and Homer uh, relaxing at a sauna, and uh, Ho- uh, Homer's like tells Marge, "Man, if it weren't for that mafia guy in there <laughs> yeah. with us, I would take off my towel." And the mafia guy, who's the Don, I believe, sounds like the Don. Yeah. From the the Krusty and Homer episode. Uh, He goes, oh, do not mind me. Here, I'll take off my towel first. (laughs) But, you know, that's kind of the stereotype of those, like, 
sauna house like sauna rooms in uh yeah. you know places is like hey like i mean dude not, not wearing a towel is completely uh normal so uh so then we see yeah so then we cut back to the simpsons house where the welfare board people are assessing the simpsons house and first they like look in through like the kitchen window see that it's a mess and then they go in so in my research uh i have a friend who does social work and was also part part of the foster care system. So she's got like a ton of knowledge in this. Social workers are allowed in kind of like police if they have probable cause. Okay. So they obviously had probable cause. Because they saw a dirty, a dirty house. So yep. they, they can go in. Um, and as, so as they're, uh, they're perusing the dirty Simpsons house, the woman from the welfare board picks up, a new one of the old newspapers and we see <laughs> our second headline 40 trampled at poco concert i don't, I don't know what a poco uh, concert is i don't know um and so this is the welfare welfare board assessment of the simpson house sink full of dirty dishes yep trash not taken out <laughs> yep living room a mess Stacks of old newspapers from 20 years ago. <laughs> a, dis- a disheveled and malnourished man found sleeping in his own filth. Yeah, I like how the guy the guy comes in. Uh, takes a picture. T- takes his picture and Abe's all like, whoa, blah, blah, what's going on? And uh, the, a guy like puts it in. It, so he's holding a tape recorder when he's recording yeah. this. Yeah, seems confused and dehydrated. Well, no <laughs> yeah. shit, he seems confused. He took his picture. Oh, that was great. Uh, baby drinking from dog dish. Wearing a sign indicating she is a stupid baby. Uh, <laughs> stupid, toilet paper stupid hung. Babies in, need the most attention. Most attention. <laughs> uh, toilet paper hung in improper overhand fashion. So I'm assuming mullet and not the other way. So like the like where you pull it down is on the front. Yep. And they hung it on the back. Oh, I hate when I go to houses and it's on the back. <laughs> um, if actually, if you look at the original like um, trademark. For the toilet paper holder thing, um, it actually shows that the toilet paper is supposed to have the paper on the front. Yep. Um, uh, dogs mating on dining room table, but there's only one what dog? dog. Yeah, what dogs? But I like how uh, Santa's little helper like kind of pouts away, like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. a bad boy." <laughs> unless, uh, unless we, I, maybe we don't know this, but maybe uh, she's the fastest comes back. From time to time. Maybe. Um, and during all of this, we uh, cut over to Homer and Marge enjoying a mud bath, which is interrupted by the sound of <laughs> oh, a voice saying, turn great. tape over, turn tape over. And then somebody, you could like hear somebody do it. And then and rewind just, the tape. and Yeah. And then they, you know, soothe into their mud bath. Um, and so Lisa and Bart come home, obviously looking super disheveled because yep. Bart's in an onion sack and Lisa looks like crap. And the welfare people ask them where their parents are. And Lisa's like, well, they should be home. And the, uh, the male the male welfare guy, well, the, the guy who's, yeah, says they should be here. Well, okay. Which Homer, they should, though. Well, Marge, some, well, Marge is a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. So maybe, maybe she should be home. If, if, okay, my thought would be is if it's the end of the school day, Marge should probably be there when they get home. Correct. So Marge, well, this might. So hold on. So this might not actually be the end of the school day. They might have so, just gotten sent home. So back in uh, before ninety seven, in ninety seven, there was an act passed for like foster care and adoptions and all that. 
after 97, kids wouldn't necessarily be sent home unless it was an absolute like emergency. So in this case, Lisa and Bart probably wouldn't have been sent home. Well, um, Bart didn't it's have possible. Any clothes. That's, well, you can, I mean, usually schools have like lost and found or like yeah. extra gym clothes. Yep. Um, but before 95, yeah, they would absolutely possibly most likely be sent home at the be like while this is happening. Yep. So it's very possible that depending on when Lisa and Bart end up in the, in Skinner's office, it could be like 10 AM. No, no, no. I know that, but I was thinking they got home, sent home at the end of the day. But you're right. I mean, the timing of this episode suggests they would have been sent home. So, so it's, po- you know, ho- I know you're going to say Homer should be at work. It's possible Marge might be there, but you know, if Abe's babysitting. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. If someone's so, babysitting. So, however, parents wouldn't be notified that, you know, CPS would be coming in to check things out. They went. Marge and Homer wouldn't find out until they got home, yep. which is what happened. Well, they they had, uh, uh, remember, man, 95, like, they didn't have cell, well, I mean, yeah, some people no. had cell phones, but there there wasn't cell phones, man. Nope. If no one knew where they were wandering off to, there's yep. no way for Skinner or anyone at the school to notify Marge and well, Homer. Well, no, well, Skinner notified CPS, not, yeah. not, so, and it's possible he might have called the home and got the voicemail, because, you know, Abe grandpa. is sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the welfare guy says they better have a good excuse for not being home, which they don't, they don't need an excuse not to be home because Homer should be at work. Yeah. He probably called in sick or took a day off. So they go to the spa. Yep. And Mo- Marge and Homer walk through the door and are, are handed a list of what is wrong with the house. And one of those was the uh, improper overhand yeah. fashion of the toilet paper. And uh, so the welfare board takes the kids away and Marge tries to like run after them but is held back by the uh, welfare lady. And she tells Marge she needs to restrain herself or she will be arrested, which this is something I didn't ask about, but I'm assuming it's possible. Like you, you know, yeah. you do that, you will get arrested. Yep. Um. So yeah, everything for the most part is pretty accurate to like CPS uh, back in 95, even in today's time. Well, not necessarily in today's time, but back definitely back when this episode aired, CPS did not need a reason to take the kids away. Yeah. What was it? That South Park episode? What was it a couple of years ago that Cartman got like everyone, everyone's parents in the city, like, <laughs> like arrested or to live in a foster foster care system. I don't remember that episode. Okay. I think it was like a few years ago when Cartman tried pulling that crap. He's like, Oh, I can just say my parents are horrible to me and they get arrested. Yes, actually you could. Yep. No, no, no! I know, and, and yeah. obviously that was definitely a Cartman thing to to say. But like in the in the mid nineties, oh, absolutely! If a kid didn't like their parents, they could call up CPS and be like, "My my daddy touches me in my no no place," and <laughs> CPS will take the kids away. Oh, like you, they they don't need like I mean, just to have a dirty house. Yep. Literally, you know, they could have Bart, Lisa, Maggie, Tate. Like they don't need a good reason to take the kids away. Yep. And so the children are told they are being taken to a foster home. Like it was like a, (laughs) like it's just horrible. Like that's a horrible thing to do. And they drive five feet into the Flanders driveway. And, uh, Nettie's like, 
Hey, Delio, welcome to your new home, Neglectorinos. <laughs> and uh, the Simpson kids are, uh, you know, they're welcomed to their uh, new foster home. And the welfare uh, agent to Lisa after, you know, the baby. It's like, look, our parents aren't, you know, uh, horrible to us. No, they don't do anything. No, no, you, skipped, you skipped Rod and Todd welcoming them. Oh, I've, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so uh, Rod and Todd are like, love you and ty goes to hug bart and bart's like oh please don't hug me it sickens me <laughs> yep and then you know maude doesn't want to judge homer and marge because you know that's forgotten to do yeah <laughs> and uh ned wants to give the kids a good home until they get their act together so at least ned is under the impression of okay homer and marge will get better and yeah. we'll give the kids back I, yeah. I, I think that's at least at least at this point of the episode, Ned's like, okay, all right, I understand. Yeah. And uh, so Lisa tries to explain to Ned that their parents take good care of them. And then Lisa's uh, tooth falls out. It's like, that's a baby tooth. And it was it loose. Was loose. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the welfare lady, she's like, don't worry, little girl. We'll get you some nice county dentures. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so, so another thing when it comes to foster homes, if Marge, and this is going to come up in a little bit, well, at the end of the episode, if Homer and Marge tell the welfare people that there are certain things that Ned and Maude aren't allowed to do with their kids, Ned and Maude are not allowed to do those things. Oh, okay. Did not know that. Yes. So like if for some horrible reason, Elliot was taken away from you and Shay, and put it into a foster home. You could tell the well, the, the the CPS people we don't you know we don't want Elliot you know going to church or doing certain activities. And those fo- that foster home has to follow those rules. Oh. If they don't, they could get a warning. They could get have their foster license taken away. You know, they, you can get in a lot of trouble by not listening to the actual parents. Okay, and so. Uh... Um, Homer, <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, a piece of paper is now t- uh, like nailed to the Simpsons front door that says attention, neglect parents, negligent, or sorry, negligent parents and Marge and Homer are not allowed to communicate with the kids and they have yep. to stay at least a hundred feet away. Which, so, the, so before you bring that up, cause I know where you're going. Cause the, let Simpson me go there. And, the Simpsons and the Flanders house are literally 10 feet away from each other. Yes. That's where I was going. I could have just said that. Um, but before you go there, but you went be the, there because the only, like there's a lot of instances where that might be the, like in a small town, like Springfield is that might be the only good spot for the kids. Uh, my friend told me that she had a case. She, um, she knew of a case where the mother, was negligent of the kids and the kids were placed in the grandmother's care and the mom lived with the grandmother. How the hell does that work? Because that was the only thing the uh, foster system could do. Yeah. But how does that work? Keeping the negligent parent away from their kid. The mother was not allowed to be around the kids. If the grandmother was not around. Oh, okay. So the grandmother would have to take the kid with her or the mom would have to leave the house. Yes. So. And so as Robert rudely interrupted me <laughs> when I was trying to say this, 
yeah, the Flanders house is probably a good 20, 25 feet, probably away, give or take with the fence and all that stuff. So I don't know how the hell they're going to stay a hundred feet away, but well, they, again, they don't have to at, No, It says at least a hundred feet away on that note though. I know, but in some welfare cases, it's just, you just, you can't. Yep. And so I like how Homer blames Abe. He's like, we leave you with the kids for three hours and the county takes them away. Hello, Grandpa. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> wow, that's, you know, for swearing on a Sunday night Fox show. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess they could say it. I mean, I guess this is the first time bitch has been uttered on uh the Simpsons. Uh, Bart muttered it last episode. Oh, did he? Yeah, he said bitch goddess. Oh, that's right. I was thinking of the two dozen and one Dalmatians when Bart says that uh, she's she's the fastest was a bitch. So it's been said quite a few times. Yep. All they right. Got a, appara- apparently they got away with it. Yeah. And Homer tells Marge not to blame herself because he is. Well, no, Mar- well, well, Marge blamed herself. Because she put her oh, right. Sorry. in front of her I, family. Yep. So, yeah, Marge says, I can't believe I put uh, my pleasure first uh, before her family. She says, yeah, that's like me. It's really not, though. And no, it's not. But that's kind of weird that she really thinks she's putting her own happiness before her kids. But yeah, especially since what we saw at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Uh, but Homer tells Marge not to blame herself because he is the terrible parent. And true. yeah, the boy bugs the hell out of me. He can't, can't help Lisa with her homework. I'm only fit to take care of the house plant. Yeah. We turn around to see the house plants dead and Homer chokes out the plant. Like he does those Bart. Bart. <laughs> yeah. And so Rod and Todd and Bart pretend uh, to be journalists and create fake newspapers, which I don't think we've had, we ever had anything no, like that in our house. Like that. No. And Bart hands his uh, copy to the Flanders Press to Todd. And Bart's like, here you go, Todd. The city edition. And the headlight reads, extra, extra, Todd smells. And Ross, Bart, I don't know if this should be an extra. And Todd's like, is your source on this reliable? <laughs> Come on. It's obviously reliable if, uh, yes, yes. Stinks. Um, and so Ned understands that, uh, Bart is having a hard time adjusting. So he lets Bart. Well, Bart says, oh, I hate this place. And Lisa's like, yeah, it seems like her house, but everything's got a creepy Pat Boonish quality to it. And Flanders enters holding a tray. And I was like, hey kids, nachos Flanders style. That's cucumbers with cottage cheese. So I, so I, I meant to tell you before but if there's back-to-back quotes, I'm going to asterisk the front and the back end of it. Um, and so stay tuned at the end of this episode where I have the recipe for Nachos Flanders style, which I got from that awesome unofficial Simpsons cookbook. So stay it, till the end. Is it like two ingredients? No, it's not. It's oh, more. What's that? Three? Three ingredients, yes. Um, so... Uh, Ned understands that obviously Bart's having a hard time adjusting. So he lets Bart pick the activity and he wants to uh, watch itchy and scratchy. Yep. Cause Hey, it's something that Bart can do. And yeah. uh, Ned says that a little TV won't hurt. And he tells Bart, he let Rod and Todd watch my three sons, 
but got them all worked up before bedtime. <laughs> and so I like how uh, uh, Flanders blows the dust off the uh, remote. remote. Like he's like they haven't watched TV in years, <laughs> which. Well, yeah, because of my three sons. I guess. But Ned doesn't. Well, I guess Ned doesn't. I don't no. know if he watch, you know, watch it or not. I guess I don't. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, but he blows the dust off the remote and turns on Itchy and Scratchy, which I love how that's what's on TV. He turns on yeah. the TV. That's what's on. <laughs> so we get we get Foster Pussycat Kill Kill. Oh, that's a great title. I like it. Uh, and so, so we see. I got oh, it. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we see uh, Scratchy sitting in a rocking chair reading uh, Nice Magazine because because <laughs> he's nice. When the yeah. doorbell rings and he looks through the people um, and I love how, like, come on, he has a ton of locks all <laughs> over his door, like tons of them, like seven or eight unlocks yeah. his door and opens it a crack and he sees a basket sitting on the doorstep and Scratchy pokes his shotgun at it because, hey, yeah. he's been he's been killed so many times already. He, he thinks something's up. Yeah. And then looks inside and he discovers a baby itchy sucking on a bottle. Okay, this is like Elmer Fudd falling for girl bugs bunny. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously. And uh he holds the toddler uh smiling and his heart uh hearts rise up from his body and itchy breaks the bottle with an evil laugh and jabs the jagged end into Scratchy's chest, <laughs> leaving two bloody wounds. Then Scratchy falls over and Itchy runs into his house laughing and he walks away with Scratchy's TV trailing bloody footprints behind him. And I love how Scratchy calls out weakly, why, why my only son? <laughs> I mean, oh, Itchy, Itchy, you deserve it. You were you so cautious. Or sorry, Scratchy, you deserve it. You were so cautious. You didn't recognize the baby was Itchy. Yeah. And uh, Rod and Todd are obviously shaken by this episode and rod asks what the red stuff is coming out of scratchy (laughs) and and flanders like oh that's just a raspberry jam yeah and then todd asks if he should poke rod with a sharp object and ned's like no you shouldn't Oh, God, that's hilarious. Well, I mean, as we've seen with Maggie, she was very impressionable with Itchy and Scratchy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, And so then we see uh, Homer and Marge looking out their window to see if they can see uh, Bart and Lisa in the Flanders' home. And Homer's like, I see a silhouette of Lisa's head in Flanders' window. Marge is like, can you see them? Homer is like, I can see Lisa, but it might be a starfish. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Homer tries to call, but their phone can't call the Flanders phone because it's been disconnected to Flanders line. And the voice on the phone calls Homer a negligent monster. <laughs> yeah. That that I don't think you can do with, with phones like that. Yeah, I guess I don't know how that would work. But I do like to point out, and I don't know why this is, was even relevant, but... The there, that was a guest voice as that oh, phone yes, voice. Yes, it was. Uh, Joan yeah. Ken, Kenley. Kenley. I have no clue what that is, and yeah. I have no idea why that needed to be called out. I, I don't know. I, 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 
No idea. But also, them calling in the Flanders is a big no-no. Yep. Um, so Marge is like, all right, it's time for us to get our kids back. Yep. Uh, and so they head on down to the courthouse where we see a statue of writer-producer John Swartzwelder uh, outside on, like, a horse with a sword. That's pretty cool. hilarious. Yeah. Um, and so Marge tries to plead with the judge, mother to mother, and the judge is like, I don't have any family. And Homer's like, okay, I'm not going to win father of the year. In fact, I'm probably the last guy in the world who should have kids. Uh, and the judge stares at him angrily. Well, well, wait, wait. Can I start again? Fathering children is the best part of my day. I'd do anything for Bart and Lisa. And then the judge looks down at her notes. And uh, Margaret? <laughs> Who? Who? Lady, you got the wrong file. And Marge is like, it's Maggie. Oh, Maggie. I got nothing against Maggie. Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> so great. I oh, love man. it. That's, I mean, that's fantastic. Just yeah. This whole courtroom scene is like one of my favorite yeah. bits of the entire episode. Yeah, that's that's great. And then the judge says she knows they really want their kids back, but they have a lot to learn about parenting. But do they though? They've had they've had kids for ten years. I know. I mean, like, come on. If this is the first time you know CPS has been called on them, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Yep. And the judge is like, "Before I can return your children, you'll have to complete a course called Family Skills. It teaches parents to listen to their." Communication. Got, Got it. it. <laughs> but it's important to listen. Yes, I know. This is all Homer interrupting the judge. Yeah. But there's more to it than I have listening skills. <laughs> Mr. Simpson, would you please shut up, judge? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, fantastic. Homer got so riled up. It was crazy. Oh now, I think great. Homer would have probably been thrown in jail. Uh, or held in contempt I mean, or something. I don't contempt. know. My, my friend told me of a time in like a courthouse where a father had anger issues and had to go through uh, anger management and he hadn't finished uh, and he was back in court and he like threw a bottle at the judge and apparently still got his kid back. Oh, wow. So, uh, oh, the foster system in this country is absolutely terrible. Let me tell you. Um, so then we cut back to, uh, the Flanders house where Ned is playing peekaboo with Maggie, who is absolutely loving it. And we, and, and Bart's like, have you ever seen Maggie that happy? And Lee's like, have you ever seen Homer play with Maggie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of instances where Homer's just forgotten about Maggie. Yeah. Well, he almost sat on her. Yep. And it, well, Maggie saved his life so many times. I know. Uh, Lisa and Bart are, uh, are then discussing how they're weirded out by the Flanders because they use honey instead of maple syrup on their pancakes and read Newsweek instead of nothing. <laughs> okay. The Newsweek thing, little weird. I don't think I've ever tried honey on pancakes. I have not. That sounds good though. Yeah. I mean, ma maple syrup is good. Oh, when you come to town, we are having uh, Homer's out of this out of this world moon waffles with Ooh. his caramel sauce. So... That sounds delicious. Uh, so then we see the Simpsons going to their family skills class. Welcome, unfit parents. And yes, this is this is a thing that some parents have to do to get their kids back. Yep. They have to take courses to get their kids back and complete it. Like, a judge can tell parents what they need to do to get their kids back, and this is one of those things. 
so um, Marge explains how she saw Bart in a sack and was told that he had lace. <laughs> and a man in a potato sack <laughs> with lace is like, is there a story going anywhere? Oh, my God. And then I like how the class guy's like, sit down, you'll have your turn. Your turn. <laughs> uh, and so then we see Mrs. Skinner is in this class because the county is threatening to take away Seymour, <laughs> oh who isn't Seymour like a 40 plus year old man? Yes. Like the county's going to take my Seymour away. Yeah. Uh, and apparently they had yet another fight over the inflatable bath pillow, which we first heard about in season six, episode 23, the Springfield connection. I like when, that callback. That's a great, I, you know, I keep getting proven wrong. Like every season about continuity on this show. I, that's, that's what makes me so upset about some of the future episodes. I'm like, like, even you're like, well, continuities does it. I'm like, yes, but they keep throwing stuff back at us. <laughs> I know. It's weird. Um, and so uh, the man teaching the class asks if anyone knows how to fix uh, the Skinner's problem. <laughs> and everyone raises their hands. And the instructor's like, without resorting to violence. And one hand remains up. Who, the back of the guy's head, look, he looks oddly like Kearney. Oh, <laughs> And we do learn later down the line that Kearney has a kid. Yep. So I don't think this was Kearney, but, um, but the one hand that remains, uh, so one hand remains up and the instructor's like, and without calling people childish names. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was good. And the instructor says, uh, making a happy home isn't like flipping on a light switch. (laughs) I love Cletus like the light switch. Uh, and by the way, this is the first episode where we actually get Cletus's first name. That's awesome. I, I like Cletus. I like Cletus. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the instructor goes over what to do to make sure to have a happy home. And he tells the class, he's going over a bunch of things. And my favorite one is, he's like, and remember folks, put your garbage in a garbage bag. Don't just throw it out the window. And Mars like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Homer's like, garbage in, garbage can. Huh, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my that's God. so great. Yeah. And Lisa and Bart are now being put to bed at 7 p.m. It's like, that seems this- a little early for uh, element. I mean, I think our bedtimes in elementary school were like 830. 830, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, and he's like, but the sun's still out and there's kids playing. <laughs> but it, so it must have been during the summer months, because obviously if it was uh, winter, fall, winter, it would have been sun would have been down by 730. Yeah. I mean, it could have been like, well, class pictures, when are class pictures usually? Fall. Those usually fall. Are, yeah. So this is probably like September. on the brink, like on the brink. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so we see Ned and Maude Flanders singing to Maggie uh, to bed using their own version of the Sonny and Cher song, I Got You Babe. And uh, Maude's like, it's like, they say your folks can't pay the rent, so we're watching you by act of government. (laughs) It's like, well, I don't know if the allegations are true, but you got us, and baby, we got you, and their babe. We got you, babe. <laughs> oh, that was good. I that love it. Fantastic. I love it. And Lisa's worried that Maggie is forgetting who Homer and Marge are because babies yeah. have very short attention spans. And they sure do. As, as as a baby, and obviously as you get older, your memory starts being better and better. I mean, yep. as of 
this day and age, I mean, I could, I could probably, I can remember back to third grade, not a lot yeah. of it, but I have some memories of third grade, but nothing I mean, before that I mean, really. My, yeah. I mean, my earliest member memory, and you, you probably know where I'm going with this was when I, when I was three years old. Yeah. When I started your room on fire. Yeah. So and I don't know. I don't know how you thought that quickly to put it out though. Cause I'm awesome and do on my room on fire. But, uh, <laughs> how did I, do you know, even know how I got a hold of a lighter? Well, remember dad always had those boxes of lighters around the house from, but you were from, watching me. Yeah. Or were you watching me? I don't know. I saw you there. (laughs) Um, And so uh, Bart and Lisa are reminiscing about how Marge and Homer, uh, like how they would microwave their underwear on cold days. And I was like, that's a damn good idea. I like that. Is it though? Is it? Yes. And how Homer would call the radio station in with fake traffic tips. (laughs) Of course he would. Yep. And Lisa says that they're only 10 feet away and she wants to let him know that she misses him. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I would too. Um, yeah. And, you know, Marge and Homer, you know, walk around their quiet, empty house. And Homer says he wishes he could hear Lisa play one of her jazzy tunes. But <laughs> he picks up her saxophone and blows into it saying, Saxophone. Saxophone. <laughs> and Marge, Marge misses how Bart would say something and then say, dude. I don't think <laughs> we've ever yeah, heard I'm... Bart say, dude. No. No. And then suddenly we hear the doorbell ring and it's Bart's ring. Yeah. And that's a pretty damn good ring. I like his ring. Yeah. And uh, uh, suddenly the doorbell rings and it's, uh, oh wait, sorry. Uh, Bart left a note uh, from the Flanders underneath the, probably the mat. So they open it up. Well, yeah, like, from the Flanders press. Yep. And they're, well, Homer and Marge open up the door, don't see anything. Like, ah, uh, they turn around. And it's funny because I actually audibly hear the note flapping. You don't actually yep. see it, which is kind of cool. That was a cool. I saw it. Oh, did you? I saw it and then I heard it. Okay. Because I, I remember, I remember this episode pretty well. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. He leaves the note under the mat. And when they open the door, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's the there's the note. And then they turn around and then they hear it. And then, oh, there's the note. Yep. And they wrote uh, Simpson Kids Miss Mom and Dad. I love the fact that Homer reads extra, extra Todd smells. Oh, I already knew <laughs> that. that. <laughs> <laughs> he already got that edition of the paper. Yeah. Um, and uh Homer and Cletus are now back at class and trying to reenact a household scene. And Cletus says that he cut his finger. So Homer chokes out Cletus. <laughs> Obviously, that's the how that's you would react. Response. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Homer realizes that he needs to pass the class so he can get his kids back. And him and Cletus make up. He's like, yeah. I love you, son. I love you, Dad. <laughs> and everyone cheers. Everyone cheers. And someone apparently brought some guns into class, too, and just started Shoot. firing them off. I mean, that's how you celebrate in uh, the West, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, and so uh, now we cut back to uh, the Flanders again, where the Flanders is Bart, Lisa, and Maggie play bombardment with Bible questions. And I love how, like, uh, Ned's like, oh, which Bible should we play from? And Rod says one and Todd says some. And uh, Ned picks the Bible of, I think it was Todd's choice. Yep. And so like, he asks, so you ask a question, you get a question right. 
that gives you a sticker. Have you ever so played then, Bombardment? I didn't even. I don't even know what that game is. Wasn't Bomb? I thought Bombardment was a, a dodgeball game. That's what I. I guess yeah. That's what I thought. But <laughs> I. I was so confused. I'm like, they're answering questions. Was this, uh, Jesus Trivial Pursuit or something? <laughs> Bombardment game. Uh, yeah, it's a dodgeball variation. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So, so apparently Ned does not know what bombardment is. Yeah. Oh, there's three types of different balls used. That's what bombardment is. Okay. I'm not going to read the whole game, but... That's yeah. okay. We just know that yeah. Ned's wrong. Yes, Ned is very wrong. And so uh, so we see everybody, even Maggie has a sticker. I think they just put one on her face for yeah, fun. They pre- yeah. Um, and so Flancer, Flancers, Flangers asks a question... To which Todd wants to answer, and Ned is like, no, son, we've got to let Bart and Lisa get one. Come on, this one's easy. And Lisa's like, we give up. Ned, well, guess. Book of Revelations, fire-breathing lion's head, tail made out of snakes. Who else is it going to be? Jesus. Jesus? (laughs) Landers, don't you kids know anything? The Serpent of Ra- Ra- Rahabom, the Well of Zahosadar, the Bridal Feast of Beth Chadraharazam. <laughs> Mod's like, why? That's the kind of thing you should learn at, at. You should be start. You should start learning at baptism. And Lisa's like, uh, actually, you see, we were never baptized. <laughs> and then Flanders faints. Yep. And then. And so Maude gets some like smelling salts, wake him up. And that's like, nope, that ain't going to do it. And yeah. faints again. <laughs> so, so then um, we see that uh, all the parents have passed the class and their drug test, except apparently March who tested positive for crack and PCP. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of people failing drug tests before, like false positives, but yeah. two hardcore narcotics. I know. And then we get like a 15 minutes later title card and actually Marge is clean. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, uh, the only thing. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I got it. The only thing I'm high on is love, love for my son and daughters. Yes. A little LSD is all I need. <laughs> Very good. good. <laughs> uh, so then we cut back to Ned, who is still recovering from the news that the Simpsons kids have never been baptized. That's like, Jeepers H. Crackers. I better call the Reverend. And he presses uh, his speed dial for Reverend Lovejoy. And we cut to Mrs. Lovejoy handing the phone to the the Reverend. I'd like to point out that he has uh, fire, police, uh, school, and Lovejoy on speed dial. Except for fire and police would both be 911. Unless they're just the precincts. I guess that's possible? Because... But you, you only still... dialed you only dialed nine one one in an emergency. I've dialed the actual. I had a file. No, I didn't file one, but there was a a lot of horrible sounds coming from the corner of our street, like people oh. yelling, and it was it was really bad. I didn't call nine one one. I just called the the actual police number to report it. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so, um. Mrs. Lovejoy to her husband's like <laughs> laughing. Ned Flanders is on the phone and Lovejoy's like, oh, hello, Ned. Reverend, emergency. I, it's the Simpsons kids. Italy. I, B- 
baptism. Oodly, uh, doodly, doodly. And Lovejoy's, Ned, have you thought about one of the other major religions? They, they're all pretty much the same. <laughs> He's, Lovejoy's not necessarily wrong. He's like, come on, Ned. You got to think maybe this, I mean, he obviously knows the Simpsons go to church. Yeah. So I, I mean, that's kind of weird. But yeah. maybe, maybe they converted at some point that they don't know about, yeah. but I don't think so. No. And uh, so Ned causes Lovejoy to crash his trains yep. that he's playing with. So Ned's like, screw it. I'm going to baptize the kids myself. And he breaks out the emergency baptizing kit. And it's like, like, an, like you know, with a fire extinguisher yep. where you break the glass. Yeah. Break glass in case of needing of a baptism. <laughs> um, and so... Um, Homer and Marge go to get the kids from Flanders. And I love throughout this entire episode, they they use police tape, but it says Child Welfare Board on the tape. Like, <laughs> looks is, like a crime scene. What is Homer? But, he, like, he rips the crime scene tapes like, all right, kids, get your ass out uh, here. Uh, yeah. And uh, but unfortunately, nobody's home. And Ned has posted a sign on the door that says gone baptizing. So here's the thing. Now, granted, I highly doubt Marge and Homer told the, the the county they didn't want their kids baptized. Yeah, that's an odd one. But if Ned's just doing it and it's something the Simpsons didn't want, Ned could get in a lot of trouble. Yep. Especially in today's day. In today's day and age, he probably would lose any foster care license he had. Uh, my friend told me back in the mid-90s when this was taped, he would probably just get a warning. Uh-huh. Um, cause again, foster care system, terrible. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, it's bad for some people. Um, and Marge is not happy with Ned baptizing their kids. And Homer says in the eyes of the Lord, their kids will be Flanders. Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and so, uh, Ned, they're all driving the car and Ned didn't think Marge and Homer were bad parents until he found out the kids weren't baptized. So all the other things that have gone on in the Simpsons household, he forgives. But good golly, Miss Molly, the kids aren't baptized. They're bad parents. But, you know, to be fair, I mean, I, obviously we were never baptized. but Well, we're just, Jewish. No, I know. I'm just saying. But dropping some uh, water on your head doesn't actually change anything about you. Like, it doesn't automatically, no. like, make you a different person. Well, like, in this instance, it'd be kind of the same thing if we were, like, put up for foster and we're like, you know, like we were 13, like we were Jewish, but like not Jewish. And we were put up with like super Jewish people. And we're like, Oh yeah, we were never bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. They were like, all right, you're getting bar mitzvah. <laughs> Except that would take a lot longer than a goddamn baptism. That's right. Yep. <laughs> um, and so Maz says soon they will be part of the Flanders flock. And Bart laughs at Lisa. And he's like, you're going to be Lisa Flanders. Lisa's like, Bart, why are you laughing? You're going to be Bart Flanders. And Bart's like, ah, not Bart Flanders. Yep. And then Maude tells the kids to relax and says, Maggie isn't scared. And Bart points out, yeah, she's a baby who can't talk. And then we uh, have Maggie takes out her pacifier and says, daddily doodly. And then which turns- is technically the second time she's ever spoken. But the yep. first time anybody's heard her speak. Yep. And uh, turns her head around like the fucking exorcist or something. <laughs> yep. And uh, looks at Bart and Lisa and they uh, they freak out a little bit. Yeah. Well, she's turning into a Flanders. Yep. 
and uh, apparently a demon baby yes. who can turn her head around. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, Marge and Homer, you know, start going to look for the kids. And Homer's like, okay, okay, don't panic. To find Flanders, I just have to think like Flanders. I'm a big four-eyed lame and wear the same stupid sweater every day in Springfield River. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess it's a water source. Yep. And I mean, to be honest, I mean, that's how I mean, think about like how detectives and like people that solve crimes think that you got to put yeah. your got to put your head into their headspace to think about yep. how they uh, how do you think the guys from a uh, criminal mind solve so many cases? <laughs> uh, they profile people. It, that's putting your mind into other people's lives. Well, actually, criminal minds kind of took like past serial killers. Yeah, that too. Um and so Ned leads uh, the baptism and he has his own family Bible, which, yes, the, we know the Flanders have one. Those are, it's the Flanders. It says Flanders Bible. So it's not the one that like, remember how like they got in a fight when, uh, when like Ned or was it, it was Ned uh, talking about Maud writing in his Bible. Yeah. So this is the family one. This is the one everyone gets to use. Yes. Um, and he asks which of the kids wants to be part of the Lord's good graces first. <laughs> and Barson and partly sells each point to each other. Um, and then uh, we see that Lovejoy is having his new train track bought into his house. When Hobart decides to drive straight through it. I feel like he was already on his way to the river, not driving through town when he did that thing. But it was it just weird. a good gag gag. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, Lovejoy is fucking pissed. God, why do you hate my trains? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. I love it. Yeah. And uh, Homer and Marge uh, find Ned's car, which I love. It has a bumper <laughs> sticker on it that says, uh, I heart your kids. That's a little weird. Oh, that's great. That's a little weird. Just a little bit. And Homer angrily runs off to find the kids, but trips over a rock. And I love this shot. It's like him falling yeah. down the gorge all over again. It is. It's great. And then he like smashes his face right into the mud edge of the river. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Homer runs uh, to Bart to push him out of the way before holy water uh, hits Bart and it hits Homer. And he does the, like the groaning, like, He's melting because acid just hit him. And Bart's like, wow, dad, you took a baptism for me. How do you feel? Oh, Bartholomew, I feel like St. Augustine of Hippo after his conversion uh, by Ambrose of Milan. And Flanders is like, wait, Homer, what did you just say? I said, shut your ugly face, Flanders. Oh, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if Homer, Plus, Homer I'm pretty sure that. with a baptism, that's not allowed to perform that. Yeah, don't you have to be like a priest? Yes. That's what I thought. So, and, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and so Homer sees Maggie on the shore and wants her to come to her. But Maggie looks at the Flanders and sees, you know, rainbows and happy animals. Yep. And she looks at Homer, Bart, and Lisa in the river and sees grayed out background of trees and no leaves and a frog just jumping in. Yeah. And so Maggie starts to walk towards the Flanders and Marge comes around the corner and Maggie's like, Oh mommy. And walks up to Marge and picks her up and gives her a hug. Yeah. I mean, 
Maggie's always going to go towards mommy. Because yeah. remember, what was that episode where she uh, went to Rancho Relaxo and Maggie hunted for Marge and yeah, followed everything, did. followed everything blue haired. So yeah. Maggie definitely was going to go to Marge no matter what. Yeah. And so now the Simpson family is reunited and Marge is like, so what was it like at the Flanders house? Homer's like, yeah, give me all the dirt. And Lee's like, let's see, dirt, dirt. Well, there really wasn't much dirt. And Bart's like, there was a bunch of old paint cans in their garage, though. Ah, <laughs> old painty can, Ned. Oh, God. I, I, I really like this episode. I think they did a really good job with the, the foster care aspect. Yeah. Um, Like, even though, like... The stuff that happened to Bart and Lisa didn't take place within the Simpsons household. Like, if CPS is called and you, they go to your house and it's dirty, they can take, they like, back in the 90s at least, they can take your kids away. Yeah, so, so I mean, like, regardless, regardless of what happened at school or not, like, take, take yes. that completely out of the picture. Yep. The, the house definitely said, uh, you better take these kids away. Yeah, so that aspect... They, they got pretty well, like, I mean, I don't know if there was somebody on the on the writing staff that knew someone who was in foster care or if, like, somebody in the Simpsons room went through foster care. Um, they did a pretty good job. I like the setup. I like the fact that, you know, they gave the kids to Ned and Maude and yeah. all that. It, it's really good. Um, not, like, a quotable episode, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. I really I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I'm definitely with you. I mean, I was kind of teetering between a four and a five, but, you know, after our talks, yeah. they help, uh, help us uh, work yeah. some stuff out. And I I love the judge scene. That is <laughs> that is one of my favorite parts of this episode. Shut yeah, up, that's judge. judge. That's fantastic. Like, absolutely great. I absolutely love that part. But, yes. The what they did in in this episode from start to finish was yeah. great. They showed Marge, you know, being really thoughtful of the kids. Um, and obviously, I think everything came down to Homer's a slob and makes a mess yep. of the house, and Marge just wasn't there to clean up, clean it up. Well, I mean, Marge was partially responsible for that mess. She was, yes. And uh, Abe, Abe, uh, just <laughs> being all disheveled. And behind then, you, and then, don't. Do that. Don't <laughs> do that. And and the I'm a stupid baby. Yeah. That's, uh, stupid babies need the most attention. <laughs> That's absolutely great. So, yeah, five everything's coming out. Millhouse for me. Uh, so let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week we have Mrs. Skinner or as by uh, her real name, Agnes. Agnes, right? Well, why don't you read the oh, character they actually, profile? Oh, perfect. Uh, oh, perfect. Yes. Thank you. Um, the, her description, aging mother of Seymour Skinner. Her first name is Agnes. Uh, dependents, one. Seymour. Yep. Uh, favorite punishment? Hiding Seymour's car's <laughs> keys after he talks to a woman on the phone. <laughs> uh, that's great. Recently yeah. spotted with Superintendent Chalmers. Which really? I don't think I don't think we've gotten to that episode yet. No, I don't think so. Either. But uh, Agnes has a thing for Superintendent Chalmers. Yeah. Uh, argument tactics, screeching, and shame gets into <laughs> fights with her son over an inflatable bath pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Yep. So, uh, 
Let's see. You guys can find us on uh, Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod, over on Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. Um, if you guys want to listen to our YouTube uh, episodes, because you guys are YouTube fans, head over there. Uh, at The Simpsons Did It Pod is our handle. And uh, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment. Um, we like getting new subscribers every single day. We love all the views, so go for it. If you guys want to leave us feedback um, in a very fun way, give us a phone call, 612-584-0986, and listen to Jane LeBron's voicemail and let us know what you think. And if phones aren't your thing, shoot us an email, thesimpsonsdidpod at gmail.com. And finally, if you'd like to donate to our podcast uh, to help us uh, get um, giveaways like our Simpsons Did It uh, Homer Soda giveaway we did a couple weeks ago uh donations help us get there and we'll give you some stickers just for uh donating and we're looking at other things as well so head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash the simpsons did it so until next time i'm steven skolansky and i'm robert skolansky and this has been the simpsons did it Shh.